Welcome to the number one radio health talk show in America, the Dr. Bob Martin Show. Dr. Martin is a chiropractic physician, a board-certified clinical nutritionist, and diplomate of the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. The information presented on this show is educational in nature. Please consult your own health care provider regarding your personal health care and wellness issues. Got a health-related problem or challenge? Not feeling well, and you just don't know where to turn or what to do? Dr. Bob Martin is here for you and will do his very best to answer your health question. The KTAR News call-in number to ask Dr. Martin a health question or to make a health-related comment is 602-277-5827. That's 602-277-KTAR. 602-277-KTAR. It's the Dr. Bob Martin Show. Being my friend, I said you call Dr. Robert. Be there any time at all, Dr. Robert. Dr. Robert, you're a new and better man. He helps you to understand. He does everything he can, Dr. Robert. Excellent health. Fantastic health. Great health. Isn't that what everybody wants? You're ex- you're invited to set your expectations high if you want better energy, mental clarity, and optimal physical function, and the absence of disease. That's what you want. If that's what you're looking for, you've come to the right place. Welcome, welcome, everyone, to this hour of the Dr. Bob Martin Show. I'm Dr. Bob here in the capacity of helping you to become your own best doctor most of the time. And if you have a health-related question or health-related quagmire or dilemma, I'll do my very best to give you a health-related answer. Here's our phone number into the show as we open up the phone lines for general health-related health questions or health comments. Our number into the show, 602-277-5827. This is a live local show going on right now. 602-277-KTAR or 602-277-5827. You know, I thought I'd start off before I get to uh, last week's uh, health poll question results. I thought I'd start off by letting you know that this last week, you know, at the end of the week, we found out about this balloon that was traveling over the United States that came in from China spying on um, missile silos and all kinds of other related material all over the news, wall-to-wall, 24-7. And I thought to myself, you know, I had my balloon shot down while I was in China years ago. And I'll tell you what, they didn't even wait two seconds before they shot my balloon down, my broadcasting balloon, that is. That's right. Uh, We broadcasted years ago from Shanghai, China. Uh, My wife and I were on a uh, China, the country of China tour. We had never been there before. It was sort of on the bucket list. Wanted to see the Great Wall, the terracotta soldiers, and other incredible sights in the country of China. Didn't want to have anything to do with communism, even though our the guide that was guiding us around the country claimed that China wasn't a communist country. It was socialism, which, of course, I scoffed at and tried to school them about, but 
that went nowhere and we had to agree to disagree. However, when we arrived, we went to uh, Beijing first and some other uh, large cities in the country of China, and we ended up broadcasting from Shanghai, China, in a beautiful hotel called Peninsula, where there was a lot of good security there. And it was myself, my wife, and my youngest son. And we had we got perfectly set up to broadcast the radio show. And I had learned some stuff uh, while I was in China from the interpreter who was bilingual that was there and some other things about uh, China that I didn't know. And so during the show, at the very beginning of the show, I just stated a couple things. And they weren't harsh. You know, things like you can only have like two children at that time. That was the maximum children you can have. And at age 70, you know, if you live to 70, uh, you would have to leave your home and move somewhere else. Government booted you out of your home. And those are just two, two of the things that I happened to mention. While I was on the air broadcasting this radio show, my nationwide version of it, my syndicated show, uh, that at the time had probably around... 200 stations tuned in at the time and keep in mind that we we were broadcasting over the internet out of this hotel in shanghai china peninsula the hotel peninsula and literally within two or three or four sentences me explaining where i was and what i was doing and what i had learned bam my broadcasting balloon got penetrated by somebody listening in from China to my show over the Internet because they filter everything. You cannot, you cannot have freedom of speech in China. No way, no how. They heard me saying, and it wasn't really that bad. I was just stating what it, what it is and how it is in China. I didn't even talk about, you know, the, it, while we were in Beijing, the little lady who got thrown to the ground and two uh, Chinese military people jumped on her throat and they had a, a machine gun across her. I didn't even mention that part of it at all or some of the other things that I saw that we, we, we viewed. The man they took out. And quickly took me down, my broadcasting balloon. And yet, we had a balloon come in uh, to the United States in our sovereign airspace spying on us. And we allowed it to float across the entire country before we did anything about it as it went into the ocean area on the other side of of the Atlantic. Just a little side note, folks. Uh, Been to China, been there. A beautiful country, very nice people that we met. Uh, Wouldn't probably go back. Maybe to Hong Kong, which was which was beautiful and Macau and all that. But but I I don't know. It just I've got mixed opinions of the country and the way they roll for a lot of reasons. But I wanted to share that with you. Thought you'd be interested in that. Now let's get to this week's uh, results on last week's health poll question. Last week on this radio show, and many of you went to my website at drbob.com 
spelling out the word doctor, drbob.com, and voted on the question, would you be in favor of requiring all people over the age of 70 to take cognitive brain tests for memory prior to renewing, being able to renew their driver's licenses at age 70? Yes or no? Now, uh, the reason I said 70 rather than 75, which is how they roll in Japan, this is out of Japan, by the way, uh, they force, I guess, elderly drivers to do a mandatory brain test in Japan to slash the risk of people being in car crashes. And in fact, it did slash that rate by 14%. So people in Japan over the age of 75 are required to take cognitive memory tests so they can remember, you know, ask them, do they remember what a sign means and the speed limit and, the, you know, whatever, whatever they're asking them. And if they fail the test, they can't get driver's licenses. They're not going to drive. I dropped it down to 70 rather than 75 because people in Japan are a lot healthier than we are here. Uh, they have one of the greatest longevities uh, of any nation. So their brains are younger than our brains, typically and generally speaking. So I dropped it down to 70 when asking the question, would you be in favor of requiring all people in the United States over the age of 70 to take cognitive brain tests prior to renewing their driver's licenses? Yes or no? Because in Japan, when they did, they were able to discern and discover that by doing so, they were able to drop the crash rates down by 14%, which saved a lot of lives. This happened. Now, when those people, 75 years of age, had their driver's license taken away from them because they couldn't pass these uh, memory tests, these cognitive tests, they jumped on bicycles (laughs) and uh, rode along sidewalks. And then accidents, uh, you know, increased on bicycles, just so you know. But in this case, here are the results of last week's health poll question. The question was was over there on my website at drbob.com, and a lot of people voted on it. Would you be in favor of requiring people over the age of 70 to take cognitive brain tests prior to renewing their driver's licenses, yes or no? Of those people who voted, 81% of you said no. You are not interested at all. Mostly probably because you're headed towards 70 or you're there already. Or you're thinking about you know how that would impact your parents or grandparents or somebody else. 81% said no. Whereas 19% of people who voted said yes. You would like to see people who are 70 years of age take these brain tests, memory tests, cognitive tests before they get their driver's license renewed. So the, uh, the nays have it on this one. And again, I want to thank you so very much for weighing in on that over at drbob.com. We're going to take a short break and come back. Stay with us. You're tuned into the Dr. Bob Martin Show here on KTAR News. All right, Dr. Bob Martin, back with you. I want to remind you that coming up a little bit later in the program, we're going to have this week's installment of the Health Alternative of the Week. That is sponsored by Natural Grocer Stores. And if you want to find the closest natural grocer store where you live or work, go to their website at naturalgrocers.com, naturalgrocers.com. And if you're looking for unprecedented quality at always affordable price, natural grocer's brand of vitamins and supplements are poised to fill 
the void of murky credentials and dubious quality that swamped the online marketplace. In fact, I read an article the other day talking about how there's a lot of hucksters and scam artists selling nutritional supplements over the Internet on websites that you cannot check out. Don't get sucked into that because they've got this low, you know, almost free price point and you're thinking it's all the same. It's not. Natural Grocer's range of vitamins, herbs, and precision formulas are priced to be accessible to everyone while actually providing pure, potent ingredients and the best good manufacturing practices. Their name is their seal of trust. Time-tested. Evidence-based. And family vouch for because when it comes to unprecedented quality, names matter. So you'll be able to enjoy your... Whether it's your organic fresh fruits and vegetables or your non-GMO food that you purchase at Natural Grocers or your brand of Natural Grocers supplements, visit their website, find out what they have, and also find the location nearest to where you work or where you reside at naturalgrocers.com. Naturalgrocers.com. I'm Dr. Bob Martin, and this is KTAR News. Check out Dr. Bob's website, listen to the show live online, hear past shows, read breaking health news, and more at drbob.com. Spell out doctor, that's D-O-C-T-O-R, bob.com. All right, and I'm back. And, you know, uh, back when the pandemic began, uh, back in uh, 2020, when we took to the airwaves here on KTAR News, I started talking about face masks. And I did so because I was told and trained that face masks just don't work. But I wasn't really sure, so I went to the experts. I went to a, a person that I trust, a virologist, PhD, a renowned virologist by the name of Dr. Judy Michaelvitz, who wrote a book on 10 things to know about masks. And she had a lot of knowledge in this area because that's the area that she used to work in the NIH. And she was actually used to work in the same department of Dr. Anthony Fauci. And he got it right at first when he stated that masks don't work. But then he flip-flopped on it and went from there to they do. And then you need two. And, oh, my gosh. Well, the debate pretty much is over, folks. I don't know if you heard about this, but... Um, uh, here it is. And this is going to be a, a, kind of a shock to those who have been brain damaged uh, to believe that you wear a mask outside, you wear a mask everywhere. You wear a ma- There are some people wearing a masks in a car with the windows rolled up. They're in there by themselves. Oh, you've seen it before. You've seen people outside jogging down the, the boulevard with a mask on. I've seen people walking on the ocean on the sand, on the ocean, by themselves, nobody in, you know, within 10 yards of them with a mask on. That is a form of mental health Ill, or Ill, mental illness. That, according to my friends who are psychiatrists and psychologists that I have consulted with, I'm asking them, why are people still using masks when we know that masks don't work? 
And they explained to me that fear is the overriding emotion that has messed them over in a big way. And now they have it burned into their psyche and they're thinking about it all the time and it's developed some kind of a paranoia. I have to believe them. They're the experts. But does this particular debate, is it finally solved? The debate. Well, the gold standard analysis, get this, gold standard analysis of 78 studies, 78 different studies, and 100 or 1 million, rather, 1 million people later finds that face mask coverings made little or no difference to COVID infections or death rates. Even though your government, even though Dr. Anthony Fauci and all the other talking uh, heads told you that's what you should do. I guess they had no game. They didn't have anything else to offer up, so they wanted to give you that warm and fuzzy feeling until they tried to figure stuff out and guessed why they were going. Mask made little or no difference to COVID infections and death rates according to the most comprehensive meta-analysis of face coverings. The research carried out by the Cochrane Institute, and I've quoted Cochrane Institute over the years, very prestigious group of non-biased, non-prejudiced, no, no, no uh, skin in the game there. Gold standard of evidence-based reviews looked at 78 global studies involving over a million people. Results indicated that surgical masks, even these N95s, reduced the risk of catching COVID or flu-like symptoms by just a measly 5% maybe of figures so low it made no statistical difference whatsoever. The researchers said harms caused by masks, including hampering children's schooling, were poorly measured in the studies, meaning any benefit of, uh, on infection rates may be outweighed. While initially viewed as a virus prevention measure, masks have become a prominent symbol of the COVID culture wars in the U.S., it's uh, virtual signaling mostly, people trying to judge on you. Officials issued mixed messages about the effectiveness at the beginning of the pandemic. Studies that came later failed to show that masks prevented COVID, yet millions and tens of millions and over 100 million people were forced to abide by these silly, ridiculous, and ineffective mask mandates. A separate Danish study in the spring of 2020 with over 6,000 participants found wearing a mask made no statistical difference to whether or not people got COVID, but researchers struggled to find a prominent journal willing to publish the results. Here's an interesting factoid also, folks. Did you know that unattractive people are more likely to keep wearing face masks? Now, just think about that for a minute. Unattractive women, uh, unattractive people, more likely to keep wearing face masks. I, I don't even know where to go with that one, but this is finally. I am so glad that this thing, uh, this study, came out of Cochrane Institute. It's the gold standard, evidence-based reviews, meta-analysis. 
we've known about it. We've talked about it on this radio show for so long and tried to help you and perhaps hopefully uh, your children by not masking them because it's messing them over. I mean, why suffocate when you don't have to suffocate? It makes no sense whatsoever. Again, but if you want to wear a mask, please do so. I will not virtue signal against you. I will not deride you. I will not put you down. In my mind, I'm thinking, why is that person wearing a mask out in the beautiful outdoors? Why? Why would... Well, my psychiatrist and psychology friends, and I have a a bunch of them, are telling me now that the reason why people are wearing masks in their car by themselves and wearing masks outdoors... And wearing masks while jogging, wearing masks to bed, and having sex because they have now been brain damaged. I'm not saying that myself. They are saying it. I'm just relaying it. Don't shoot the messenger on this. But if you want to wear a mask, you can. Now, here's what a a medical doctor, uh, uh, interestingly enough, had to say about face masks. Listen to this very carefully. Go. Masks were simply never designed to prevent infection. They are merely splash guards. Everyone in the medical community knew this, but for some reason when COVID came, they decided to exchange their knowledge and logic for propaganda. Now, after Dr. Fauci has flip-flopped multiple times on the mask issue, it took the CDC two years to finally admit that cloth masks do nothing. But... The N95s, now that will provide the highest level of protection. That's also a lie. There's a recent study that was published, an international peer-reviewed randomized controlled trial. The gold standard that shows there's no difference wearing a mask versus not wearing a mask when it comes to COVID in healthcare facilities. They also had shown in a 2019 study that face coverings have no effect on preventing the flu. Similarly, a Danish study of 6,000 showed there's no difference between a surgical mask and not wearing a mask. So listen, if you want to wear a mask because it makes you feel better psychologically, I'm all for it. Everybody should have the choice. But just understand that you're really not having any effect on COVID. And please, please, please stop masking your kids. So what he should have said is, look, if you want to wear a mask and it, feel, it feels good for you to do that, uh, fine. It won't have any effect on COVID. I would say, well, if you want to wear a mask, fine. It's, it's okay. Well, why not just carry a teddy bear in your hands? Yeah, carry, carry a, a stuffed toy. Uh, if that, if it'll be just as effective as wearing the mask, it will. And the Cochrane report has now proved that. But the thing is, with the mask, you're suffocating. With the teddy bear, carrying the teddy bear in your hand, you won't suffocate. You just have a teddy bear in your hand. Uh, and somebody's looking at it and saying, well, oh, that's nice. Somebody's carrying a teddy bear for an, a, a child. Maybe they're taking it home for their, their child as a gift or, or somebody like that. You never know. It makes about as much sense as wearing masks today, knowing what we know today. But again, fear is a is a really harsh uh, emotion that human beings have. And once that gets burned into the brain cells, into the psyche, it's hard to pry it out of there. But it can happen. you got to regain that confidence. You've got to 
regain the love and the uh, and every the every other positive affirmation. Rebuke it in any way you can if you're still clinging to that mask because you think the big bad wolf is going to get up your nostril and knock you down with some infection. That mask is not going to stop it. We know that now. So liberate yourself, please, if you choose to. All right, we're still coming up on some very interesting stuff about which is safer, routine childhood vaccines or COVID-19 shots. You're going to learn that. Stay with us. It's the Dr. Bob Martin Show here on KTAR News. Check out Dr. Bob's website, listen to the show live online, hear past shows, read breaking health news and more at drbob.com. Spell out doctor, that's D-O-C-T-O-R, bob.com. This hour of the Dr. Bob Martin Show. I also want to mention that prior to our live show here in the Phoenix market on KTAR News, Live and local each and every Sunday starting at 10 a.m. I do a nationwide syndicated show, and that goes into now uh, 300 uh, different radio stations. And you can listen into that show. It's three hours in length, so there's a lot more content there that we are unable to squeeze into our hour allotment here on KTAR News. But you can access it by simply logging onto my website starting at 7 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Every Sunday morning, just log over to the website drbob.com, spelling out the word doctor. And you'll be able to click on a button, and you'll be able to hear whether it's on your mobile phone, your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, desktop, wherever you are, where you're hooked to the Internet, you'll be able to hear all three hours of the program so you don't miss any of the good news because there's so much more to learn that we bring to the health table each and every week. So we don't want you missing out on any of it. So next Sunday, make a note, 7 a.m., Log on to drbob.com, and there you'll hear live streaming audio of the show. And then we go live here in the Phoenix market, here on KTAR, starting at 10. It's a four-hour health and healing marathon. Our goal is to OD you on health and wellness, knowing that some of it may stick. And that is our intention, so that you stay healthy and prosper. All right, let's uh, discuss now... This controversial uh, article that I read this last week about children's COVID-19 shots. Uh, Boy, there's just a lot of disagreement in the medical profession about this, whether children at all should be shot up with this experimental gene technology, mRNA, COVID shots at all. Now, again, I'm not telling you here and I'm a parent of six children I don't tell people to either get or not get vaccines that's a choice you'll have to make I present news and then you decide and every once in a while there's a lunatic listening to the show who perceives that as me telling people to do something or not but I don't and that's why I have to do these silly disclaimers all the time but lately there's been some information out 
for your consideration about children's COVID-19 shots and the fact that they have now documented 15 times more adverse reactions to children getting COVID-19 shots and many health experts say children should not have any COVID shot whatsoever at all because they have such low risk of developing any kind of adverse reaction to COVID beyond, you know, a mild flu-like reaction. And there's always exceptions to the rules with children who are, you know, compromised with leukemia or something like that. You know, uh, we'll give that. But in this case, we have children's COVID-19 shots logging 15 times more adverse reactions compared to or versus routine pediatric vaccines. We're talking about measles, mumps, and all of that. The FDA began recommending COVID-19 vaccines to children in June of 2022, last year, summer. Over the course of last summer, nearly a million children in America were vaccinated. Throughout this time, the CDC closely monitored the data. Their recent findings suggest that about half of babies and toddlers who get the Moderna or Pfizer COVID vaccines experienced systemic adverse reactions. These are reactions outside the vaccination area, and they are and include things like fever, irritability, crying, and sleeplessness. There were also instances of a health impact, meaning the children got sick to the point where they're where they had where they couldn't even attend school or daycare. The patients sought medical help or emergency help. That ranged between seven to sixteen percent, depending on the vaccine, the dose, and the age group. Of course, these reactions happen with regular pediatric vaccines, too, like measles, mumps, and rubella MMR vaccine. And a Dr. Uh, Tom Shima uh, Bucaro, the head of the CDC vaccine safety team, said all of these reactions to COVID vaccines in children have no statistical signals, which basically means there's no cause for concern. Not a surprise response, right, from the CDC head of vaccine safety, since he's a large part, he's, he's in large part responsible for making the decision to recommend children get COVID shots in the first place. In other words, the CDC, they've never seen a vaccine they didn't absolutely love and promote it. But if you really compare a normal pediatric vaccine to COVID-1, uh, the, the COVID vaccine seemed to cause... This is the the results of this study. 15 times more adverse reactions than routine pediatric scheduled vaccines or immunizations. And many doctors say that could be a signal of more serious reactions down the line in the future. We call them latent adverse reactions. In other words, these children may get autoimmune diseases that they otherwise wouldn't have received had they not had a COVID shot. Because their parents were scared out of their mind because their doctors scared them and said, look, if your child, if you don't vaccinate that child, that child's going to get sick and die. So you better get in here because you'll be feeling guilty the rest of your life if your child gets sick, hospitalized or dies. They better get a COVID shot. So, of course, the parents caved and they went in because they trusted their, their doctors. And that's fine. They can. It's their prerogative to do that. Now, I want to play for you. 
an audio clip, and then we'll come back with the health uh, uh, alternative of the week, sponsored by a Natural Grocers. I want to play for you an audio clip of, the, let's see, there's one, two, three, four different doctors. These are all medical doctors talking about the risks associated with COVID. Go. Dr. Pierre Corey, pulmonary and critical care specialist. I really do believe that the federal government is captured. It's captured by corporate interests. The entire U.S. population, as well as the world, has to understand that they can no longer take these COVID vaccines. These are, they are toxic and lethal to an end ineffective that they have completely failed. They can only be viewed as harmful and they need to be stopped. Dr. Ryan Cole, board certified anatomic clinical pathologist. And does it damage the brain? You bet it does. Does it damage the heart? Yes. The liver, yes. The bone marrow, yes. It causes all sorts of harm in the human body. We should have stopped this before it ever started. Dr. James Thorpe, board certified OBGYN. It's a misinformation from the CDC, the FDA, the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology, the American College of OBGYN, the Society of Maternal Fetal Medicine. It's a misinformation from those organizations. It is causing a lot of death and injury in my women of reproductive age, my pregnant women, and my preborn babies. And it's got to stop, and it's got to stop now. Dr. Peter McAuliffe, internist, cardiologist, and epidemiologist. And for the vaccines broadly, we have no idea what's going to happen long term now that they're in the body. Studies suggest that the vaccines and the spike protein that's produced from them never leaves the human body. And once again, Dr. James Thorpe. Board certified OBGYN. The, the first and most important thing, don't take any more vaccines. Don't take any more boosters. There you have four different medical doctors in four different specialties talking about their opinion of uh, COVID shots. You, but again, you make your own opinion based on the due diligence you hopefully will perform. We're going to take a short break and come right back. You're listening to the Dr. Bob Martin Show here on KTAR News. Coming up is the health alternative of the week. Well, who needs brand, who needs uh, name brands when you have Natural Grocers brand? Natural Grocers private label selection is over 850 products strong and growing. Whether you're craving a charcuterie board on a budget or an elevated frozen pizza handmade in Italy, Natural Grocers brand has the goods, exceptional standards. Want to find a store closest to you? Go to their website at naturalgrocers.com, naturalgrocers.com. Here we go. This week's health alternative of the week really ties into the the football game coming up next weekend, the Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Who who are you uh, rooting for to win? Well, game day recommendations. Here it is for uh, what we call Super Bowl sufferers. Uh, Scientists report that watching the Super Bowl game could be unhealthy for certain people, even dangerous. Listen to this. Large bowls of snacks encourage overeating, emitting screams, leaping around like... The floor is on fire or falling on their backs and moving their arms and legs uh, because they're overturned like a beetle. Uh, The Journal of Clinical Cardiology released a warning that a loss by the home team, let's say you're betting on, let's say, Kansas City and Kansas City loses. 
that could put so much strain on your cardiovascular system, the loss of your favorite team, whether it's the Philadelphia Eagles or the Kansas City Chiefs, that it increases death risk in both men and women, and especially in older patients. And I know that watching a Super Bowl game makes me a little hungry. How about you? And all that yelling and screaming at the TV and the nail-biting anxiety. Over. Who's going to win can be exhausting. Let's score a touchdown right here, right now, with your friends and your family. With these game day suggestions that you can find at all natural grocer stores valley-wide. How about serving salmon instead of red beef uh, during the, uh, the, the get-together? Why not? Salmon helps to reduce anxiety. It helps promote brain health, including getting vitamin D and omega-3 fatty acids, the good oils, instead of the artery-clogging saturated fats. It also helps to regulate neurotransmitters, dopamine and serotonin, which have a very calming and relaxing effect properties. So serve salmon. How about serving raw almonds or other nuts instead of peanuts that have a fungus on them called aflatoxin? Yeah. The stu- one study showed that males who consumed the highest amounts of raw nuts were 66% less likely to experience anxiety than those who did not. Here's another factoid you might be interested in. Instead of chowing down and throwing back those full-fatted cheese slices, doesn't matter what kind it is, how about using yogurt instead and putting some blueberries in there? Because we know that yogurt increases the production of mood-boosting neurotransmitters such as serotonin for relaxing properties and add blueberries to relieve anxiety. It's true. Or how about serving a pot of chamomile tea cold to help regulate neurotransmitters like serotonin, dopamine, and GABA? They're all mood stabilizers. Or how about some green tea for the L-theanine in the green tea rather than coffee, which prevents nerves from becoming overexcited? So whatever it is, Natural Grocers has you covered this year to make this year's Super Bowl game just as exciting, but a lot more healthy and just as much fun. There's the health alternative of the week. Get to your closest natural grocery store and prepare for next weekend's Super Bowl with all the goodies they have that are good for you. The health alternative of the week. All right, lastly, let's get to this information, and this is going to break the hearts of some people. Why coffee does not give extra energy. I know a lot of people go, you know, I just need coffee because it gives me energy. Well, it does not. Scientists say the pick-me-up in coffee is merely a loan that you're taking out that needs to be repaid with sleep. And a lot of people are bankrupt in that department, that's for sure. When it comes to waking up in the morning, most Americans rely on a cup of coffee to give them a kickstart for the day. But while that flat white or that straight up black or that Americano or that latte won't actually give you extra energy, but it instead it borrows it. That according to Dr. Emma Beckett, a molecular nutritionist at the University of Newcastle, saying that caffeine in that coffee, a temporary or fake loan 
of feeling awake will eventually need to be repaid in the sleep department. And if you go bankrupt there, you're going to be in trouble with your health. Because sleep is Mother Nature's nurse. It's how we recover. It's how we rebuild our body. It's how our immune system finally cleans out both cold viruses and cancer cells. And if you're stressing it, guess what? Caffeine staves off drowsiness by temporarily blocking a chemical called adenosine. This chemical is part of a system that regulates our sleep and wake cycle, which levels rising throughout the day released on this particular chemical. And it seems like it increases energy, but it really doesn't. So here is what an expert has to say. It was actually a lady doing an investigative report on this, getting an MRI to see how coffee or caffeine was affecting her brain. You won't be able to see the visual on this, but just imagine it. Here we go. Go. Your researchers at Wake Forest in North Carolina, where I underwent two MRI brain scans. This first scan with no caffeine in my system. Then I downed just one drink. Now my second MRI. This was my brain before caffeine. This was after. The difference was remarkable. It's like a 40% drop in the blood flow to your brain. So that's a lot. So before caffeine, with caffeine, the blood flow to my brain dropped about 40%. 40%. Really? Yeah. 40%. Now, how many good decisions do you think you make when you have 40% less blood going to your brain? Here are a few other things you probably didn't know about coffee. Coffee also strips your body of calcium, and calcium is the most abundant mineral in the human body. Also, coffee stops your body from being able to properly upload magnesium, and magnesium is your body's master mineral. So yes, although we all can enjoy a cup of coffee occasionally, but I think it's important to know that coffee isn't all that is cracked up to be. If you don't believe me, look. If you don't believe me, find out for yourself. Okay, folks, so for every problem, there's uh, there are solutions. If you're looking for coffee substitutes, you can find them at Natural Grocers, Pero, Cafix, Roma, Green Tea, Herbal Teas. How about just a glass of hot water, pure water with some lemon and honey? You have options. You have alternatives if you choose. But at least now you know. All right, we've come to the end of the show, and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, tell other people about it. Until we talk again next week, same time, same place, make it a healthy day and a healthy week. You've been listening to the Dr. Bob Martin Show right here on KTAR News.